Never notice me. I always put it down, bro. Always put it down. Cesar Torres. Solid trade has been Cesar Torres. Cesar Torres. This Emo Brown episode is brought to you by Miso Healthy Company. The makers of fine CBD organic goods. But wait. This show is also brought to you by Balboa Avenue Dispensary, the cooperative. Located on Balboa Avenue. New members of the family, Caesar. What do you think of that? I can attest to their products. Nice. Of course you can. We just made a solid fucking trade. Solid All right? trade. They got the, the pinchy hot lava blockbuster mega win trades in yeah. the Major League Baseball. We just pulled off a legit trade. I believe we pulled off, what is this, like a half pound or a pound? Feels like a half pound. Probably like a half pound, yeah. A half pound of dried out Sinaloa machaca mm-hmm. meat, bro. Better believe that's going to get dealt with today, especially something keto. Um, for a legit Northern Lights fucking joint. Mm. You know what? I knew teaming up with the dispensary would be the tits. Look at us. I traded. I traded. A I traded that, this is a big boy. I traded a gram for a for a half a fucking pound of dried machaca. <laughs> Fat boy said. Only in Chula Vista he you, trades like this. You know you're Mexican when. Yeah. I'd be slanging. I'd be slanging organic herbs for organic meats, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna okay. ask how you brought this shit from from uh, Culiacan up to Chula Vista, but I'm gonna ask it, what it, happened. It's it's in, it's. They let you bring it, man. He put it in the suitcase como si nada. He brought, yeah? two, he brought two pounds. So your pops is from down there? Well, he's from, he was born in Nayarit, but he was raised in Culiacan. And um, 95 or so, he went and built a house for his parents. Damn. We bought it and built most of it. And um, two years ago, my grandfather passed away. And then last year, my grandmother passed away. And pops is letting other family stay there. Pero como, como siempre, hacen se pelean, no saben cuidando la casa. So... He gave him a chance, and they didn't. They didn't appreciate that opportunity, and called his bluff, and he straight went down there and sold that house. Handle pues, yeah. like a boss. <laughs> hey, bro, neta, I've never met a Mexican family that doesn't have drama. I mean, I feel like it's like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It's just yeah. like Mexican families and drama. We just go together, bro. Yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day. Actually, no, not at the end of the day. There's some dramas for families that I know that they just she, that shit keeps going. Yeah, it just keeps it going. just keeps going. Like fortunately for us, we we if there is drama, we buried it and yeah, we move we try, on. Do like oh, we yeah. talked about it last time. Hey, talk about your problems like a grown up. Comunicación. Uh, a lot of the times, that's the problem. Nobody talks. Ah, uh, also look at you. You brought gifts. A little bit of virgin, like a virgin. Ah. The Carlsbad Crush Mosaic Pale Ale. So refreshing, mm-hmm. so crisp to the tongue. Makes yep. me feel like I'm young again. Oh wow. It was not. So yeah, man. I, I, think, think, we're, I, think, I think we're gonna record a commercial, but I just later. Brought to you by the fine people who made kiwi. Clever, clever kiwi. Clever kiwi. Pilsner. What about you, cabron? How you been? I've been good, man. Been busy. You are now an official, like, recurring visitor of the Eagle Brown Studio, located in Chula Vista, in the heart, and in the the fucking heart of Chula Vista. And both times without glasses. That's weird. Se va a enojar. Aquí está el pedo. El compita glasses. He is officially at work now. That fool Damn. has a job where he goes in at like six in the morning and he's out like by three p.m. He's a fucking master technician of the custodial arts. So <laughs> Janet, if you want to be a dick about it. <laughs> so that my motherfucker has his hands full with fucking whatever you do at a school, at an <laughs> elementary school. You know, if, if, if memory serves me right, we used to do a lot of dumb shit in the bathroom is to piss people off. So 
Good luck to you, glasses. Glasses, you have your hand. You're literally going to have your hands full. Oh, is it way? Pero sí, way. I mean, I liked having you on. It's always good to have somebody that um, I actually like and we're friends and we can just shoot the shit. You don't have to pretend. Hey, I'm not a good pretend. Have you, you noticed as, you old, as you're older you get, you, you become less uh, good at pretending shit? Yeah. I'm very bad at pretending that I like somebody. I mean, that's, you got to, uh, some people it's better to even avoid them because otherwise trying to pretend is too much work. Oh, yeah? You have some experience in this? Yeah. I mean, I don't like everybody. I mean, it sucks, but some people are not worth liking. Fuck. You know who, <laughs> you, you showed me this earlier, right? Now, okay, okay, you got this. A young girl, talking about not liking, makes me like Florida a little bit less, bro. What's, I mean, Florida is great in that it provides stuff for us to talk about. It's a never-ending cesspool of fucking stories, bro. <laughs> yeah. You know? Florida man is a gift to Jeez. the new stories. This <laughs> week... Salió un pinche video of an incident that happened in 2019. In September. In, of a young lady. And by young, motherfucker, I mean young. Una niña. Seis, seis años. Seis años. Six Kindergarten or first old. grade. You know, that's what it first, is. First, it has to be. All right. So you're in first grade and little kids throw fucking temper tantrums. Right. All right. Temper tantrums and right. six-year-olds are like, I don't know, you and white women. It just goes hand in hand. You know what I'm saying? It just goes hand in hand. And so it's messy. It's a disaster. <laughs> right? it's, a, it's a disaster. Yeah. It's not going to end well. Pero el pedo es. So who stopped calling in this case? <laughs> <laughs> okay. El vato. Um, this young girl yeah. threw a temper tantrum. Yeah. So allegedly one of the school police officers or whatever, a security officer, police officer on campus, was sure. called into the, ca the, the, the classroom. The little girl... Did not want to do something with their sunglasses either. Take them off, put them right. down, just stop messing with them. Don't fidget with them. The vice principal was called in. And <sighs> apparently, he had to restrain her because she didn't want to come and was kicking and flailing her arms. And Enter Johnny Law. Yeah. I've seen multiple reports. Some people say like he, they, she got hit once and then somebody else said, no, that was like three times. And All right. Let's say you get three times from a flailing kid. Did it hurt that bad? I mean, I have three little kids. They're animals. When they gang up on me, wait, no mom is. One of them yeah. knows how to, he knows how to hurt me. They know yeah. how to hurt me. Yeah. Well, but I'm not hey, a police officer. Natasha punched me in the face one time in my, in my nose, and I deserve it probably. I mean, it's, yeah. She's got big targets. Yeah. It's a big head, bro. You <laughs> got a, a fucking big head. His nose. And, yeah. that, and that little hand would just. <laughs> Sus. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, man. man, never have I wanted to hit my kids. Never have I wanted to arrest my children. <laughs> That's like, man, uh, kids can be wild. You said it, but to the point that you have to arrest them. I mean, they put no handcuffs this little girl zip ties. in zip ties. Zip ties? They put her in zip ties. The little girl was pleading, please don't I'm arrest sorry. me. Please I'm sorry. Yeah. And let me tell you what happened. And the police officers, you can tell us what happened in the police car. And the little girl's like, I don't want to go to the police yeah, I car. I don't want to do this. Bro, if they are arresting little kids for throwing temper tantrums, I'm, I told you earlier, all three of my kids are on death row. Because I see a fucking temper tantrum every night that I'm going to give them a bath. I'm going to bañar. No, daddy, no me quiero bañar. I don't want to take it. It's like, let's go. Fool, those motherfuckers are hanging out wherever Charles Manson used to hang out. Because they're on death row waiting. <laughs> they're at Spawn Ranch. Hey, wait, pero por qué en Florida sucede este pedo? I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. They booked her, gave her a mug shot. They gave her a mug shot? Yeah. She's a fool. Oh, yeah, man. I don't care how bad kids are, man. If, if that's what we're wasting our money and time on to book six-year-olds, man. I don't, man, look, even if they hit hard, really like that, that little girl is never going to trust somebody in uniform the rest of her life. 
the Pobrecita. rest of her life. Fuck for life. Fuck for life or like, eh, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's par for the course. <laughs> do, do you have an issue with police officers? Yeah, I'm in between. I have family yeah. that are police. I have friends that are police. I mean, I, to the biggest extent, respect what they have to go through and the danger. And yeah, for sure. You put your life on the line every yeah, day. Yeah, absolutely. I get First all responders, that. that's what they do. But it's like everything else. Don't pretend there's not shitty people. And it's everywhere, bro. It's it's everywhere. You know, and some of them happen to wear a uniform and they abuse that power. And there's been some very notable incidents of, you know, police brutality or, you know, people getting killed for no reason, it seems like. And meanwhile, they're apprehending mass shooters calmly and... <laughs> Oh, yeah. What was a, that one a guy that, going for a pack of cigarettes gets killed? I mean, you can't make excuses for somebody. And I think that's what the shitty part is, is people that, oh, well, support our law enforcement. Look, you can support them, but you can still also call out the bad ones. It doesn't have to be all of them. When I Raising say, awareness isn't against the law. Yeah. When you I know? say fuck the police, I don't mean all of them. I mean these assholes. Yeah. Some guys take job. Hey, some of the people that I said that I know are behind the badge. Don't think uh, don't think those people are all good and grand. Either. I was always raised to respect. To show everybody respect mm-hmm. until otherwise noted. You right. know, until somebody does something, we're like, oh, what the fuck? Am I, why am I being nice to this fucking person? This person yep. definitely doesn't have my best interest in mind. They want to shit all over me. So personally, myself, I've never had an issue with the cops mm-hmm. in my life. I've had more issue with the... Uh, fuck, I don't have issues. Oh, well, okay. Podcast over. Podcast <laughs> over. <laughs> I've, I've had a couple incidents, you know, that made me realize that some cops are... Di- and and. Uh, the second one, I was like, that was in my head. And I happened to have a fellow white person with me. Fellow, <laughs> meaning you are? Well, no, come on. You're one of them. Nah, I see me as well. So, uh, and she straight up said, she's like, that would have never happened to me. Yeah. Like, they, uh, I was at a light to make a left. You know, we've all been there. You realize, oh, actually, no, I need to go I need straight. To right. Turn, yeah. I'm turning at the wrong one. So you just get back one lane over and go straight. Yeah. And uh, I was at the intersection, obviously, waiting at the light. Yeah. Up right away. The funny part was for that, and this is their, their explanation to me, they literally both walked up. Both of them had to get out of their car for that, walking to either side with the hands on their hips on their weapon. Ooh. And my friend was like, they're not really doing this, are they? I'm like, yeah. She's like, well, even when she heard the infraction, she's like, that was the way that they had to deal with that by both of them coming. And they didn't know I was in the car because I have tinted windows. Uh-huh. And, yeah. El yeah, I've, I've had to, yeah. Trust me, man. I've had situations where I get pissed and I'm like, okay, I just got pulled over for driving while brown. Like I've, I've had that where I'm, I'm on the left lane and obviously, yeah, I'm not going to, or rather I'm in the center lane trying to go straight. But then my pops was with me. He's like, I know me call la izquierda. So I look, I'm like, fuck, all right, go. And I got pulled over and I was like, oh, well. Shame on me, I did fuck up. You know, yeah. like I, I turned left when I was supposed to go straight, but my dad is old school. Yeah. My dad is otro pelo. My dad, I'll give you a little reference about my dad in a <laughs> second. So they pull us over, and my dad's already like fucking seething, bro. He's next to me. Um, this was by the Olympic Training Center. This was like, fuck, 15 years ago, maybe 20. And uh, I see him, bro. Like, le decimos el dientes, because when he gets pissed, bro, his teeth start showing. He starts like gnarling his teeth. And I look over, I was like, yo, man, take it easy, bro. Like, DMX fucking, coming out. Take, it, take it easy. He, the the copper rolled up. He's like, oh, I'll pull you over because they said, yeah, yeah, it's cool. My fucking dad. Don't you got something better to do? Don't you got something else got going? You got to pull it. I was like, take it easy. He's like, what, what? I said, nah, nah, nah. Just, we'll take the ticket. I, fucking, I fucked up. 
And um, no, I'm cool. It's bullshit. And I was like, just fucking chill. This is on me. Look at you know, it. Like, you have a legitimate but, reason to get yeah, pulled like, like I, I, I fall. I told him, motherfucker, this is on you. I was like, you told me to go left, and I shouldn't have fucking listened to you. Yeah. But I went left, and now I'm gonna get it. Look ticket. again. <laughs> when, when I did that, like, yes, technically, what I did was wrong. But do you have to help fucking hold your strap? Yeah, ready and to fucking pull honest, it on I me. Mean, it, the light was still green to go straight. So all I did was exit the lane I was currently in and change my mind. It's not like I crossed a red. I didn't cut anybody off. There was nobody in those lanes. And, and that's why, you know, the cop, when he, when he finally came back and, you know, he asked for identification and whatever. When he came back and he was telling me what I did wrong, I was like, so that warranted me getting pulled over and you walking up to my vehicle with your hand on your weapon? ¿Y qué te dijo el vato? He's like, oh, we're, we're taking the proper precautions. Uh, it's a, a reckon, unrecognizable car with tinted windows. And I was like, so if my window was down and you saw a lot of white passenger, that would have made it okay. Well, we would have approached like a hostage situation yeah. at that point. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to know the answer to that, did I? Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's stuff like that, man. Again, I've had a couple of incidents where I get pulled up for no reason whatsoever. And... Yeah, you know, if I do something wrong, give me a ticket. Yeah, I did something and wrong. I, that, that, I've lived a pretty privileged life as it relates to the coppers. And yeah. I, I don't really fucking, when we were growing up and playing music in bands and like drinking in the alley and shit, we I'm would get. Saying, you probably yeah, put yourself we, in more precarious we, Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we got fucked with a little bit, but never, never. Like, because that, I figure like we should have gotten in more trouble right. for, for <laughs> shit that we were doing, but we never did. Like, we were like, all right, whatever. You got it, officer. And that yeah. was that was a wrap. Like, yeah. we didn't get fucked with. But does that mean I'm oblivious to shit that really goes down? Right. Nail. Because I know shit goes yeah. down. You know, I've just been fortunate. Not we, fucking glasses. No, we say we got to get a piece of wood in here. Yeah, that's we, the board right there. We got yeah. lucky in our, in our lives. And not Isn't that a board right there? I don't know. It might be fiberglass. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. That's not like, called the company then. <laughs> so, yeah, man, we've gotten lucky that I've gotten fucked with, but doesn't mean it doesn't exist. And I think that's the only thing that people want. To make, like you said, the, you're not speaking out because you're knocking the entire thing. Yeah. You need to raise awareness. This happens. Checks and balances, Playboy. Yeah. Checks why would you and let, balances. Why would you let that kind of shit? Why but would again, it be okay? It's Florida. Yeah. Never forget it's Florida. From the great people that brought you the greatest hits of, I don't know, bath salts, yeah. uh, George Zimmerman. Florida man tries to fight yeah. alligator. Yeah, with his pants down. Like, come on. <laughs> In Florida, fuck, bro. Yeah, this is pretty tame for Florida, but... Tamed yeah. <laughs> for Florida, yeah. Oh, I mean, man. look, it, it sparked a lot of conversation, and with a lot of other friends, some people were saying, "Oh, well, it's justified," you know, because somebody released a statement saying we were just teaching her a lesson; it wasn't real. But who the fuck are they to teach somebody a lesson who's six At years old? Six teach your kids old? a fucking lesson. Look, Natasha is a few months away from being six, man. Yeah. I can't imagine there would ever be a situation where I'd be like, "Yeah, show her; she deserves that." Because guess who that really on the fucking parents Dude. do a better job of being a parent, and your kids won't. Get that wild, and that doesn't sound to me like a kid that was that wild. She took a temper tantrum. That's yeah, it, temper tantrums. And then there's like a story about you know the family claims that you know, and I'm not trying to, to dispute it that, but people are like, oh well, she was suffering from sleep apnea. Mm-hmm. We had already made the school aware. She was having like, she was snapping and lashing out, but the school was working with them. And I'm like, man, now you're hearing more reasons, and you're like, you really had to teach a six year old a lesson. That <laughs> lesson that you taught her is never trust somebody in a uniform. The other shit that always happens when some story like this happens, and it's like a Mexican dude or any person of color, bro, any yeah. person of color, it's like. Even though the person who's like getting arrested, you can obviously say, well, what the fuck? They're going a little over the top. They always bring up some shit from the past. 
Well, in 2017, <laughs> he took a picture with a BB gun in front of his house, definitely showing signs yeah. of some outlandish behavior. We heard that he downloaded the NWA album, and he obviously hates the police. So it's like, oh, wait, what? you body count, yeah. cop killer. I mean, these are things that always happen, bro. They're realistic. Fuck. They are real. Meanwhile, you got motherfuckers in East County who have pet turtles. <laughs> Fucking hey, we're not doing a damn thing about Nothing. that. Yeah. We need that. I can't cross the country wearing kawama boots, but we can have a motherfucking turtle on a leash and walking that bitch around and feeding it fucking arugula. Nah, and these huevos, bro. We got to show some balance. Jesus. And we're, we're not Checks showing. and I, balance. I went to the swap meet yesterday. I thought I saw a Gavin's turtle, but uh, it was a nice pair of boots. What Swami do you go to? What Swami do you go to? I was because there's, really, there's this there's asking you as a Swami man. We have a nice one. That's not over county, over bro. over the yeah, bro. But oh, yeah, exactly. Hey, how do you think about? I feel about coming down here, man. It's South South. You're, I, you're I gotta, welcome. I got a job to do, dog. At least you came down bearing my chaka from Sinaloa, bro. I mean, oh, yeah. that's all that matters. Hey, man. Hey, that's the only bag that left the house. Eh? <laughs> the way he said, no, I was gonna go to the Swami yesterday. The kids were throwing a fit. No, I don't want to go to the Swami. And I was like, you've never been. Like you don't know, I Which said here. Go to uh, we're gonna go to uh, Kobe's. Okay. Kobe's, yeah, because I want to take them to spring training. So I need to buy them a bunch of baseball cards to see if I can build the oh, the, the Padre team yeah. set. And yeah. uh, you know, I want to get them started on that nerd shit that I was started. I, I, I miss opening baseball every once in a while, and this has been a while because the last time I did it was that like a year ago. I, I still get the itch every once in a while. I'll be at the Target and I'll see like yeah. a box of cards. I'm like, I'm gonna buy a whole box, and just so I can go home and open baseball cards. And I space it out too, man. I space it out. I'm like, oh, but two this week. Two He's just a lame. It's like a fucking Willy Wonka chocolate yeah. bar, bro. I'm a dipping Charlie Bucket. <laughs> but I still, I, I haven't done it in a year. I miss opening baseball cards. Was uh, baseball something you grew up doing? Like mm-hmm. when your, your parents would take you to the spring training or to games? Nah, nah, or nah, not like that. My, my dad's never been a big sports guy. My stepdad's that's uh, that's not his thing. You know, my mom did it because it was my interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I give credit to my stepdad, even though he didn't give a shit, he'd show up to games and stuff. But. Nobody else is like fans. If I'd go to games, it's because friends went or my deals weren't dying. You know, my deals are big sports guys. Yeah, come on, let's go, Cabron. Right. Yeah, but they're all Dodger fans. It's, so you're a are. Dodger fan. Huh? You heard me. You're a Dodger fan. Who's wearing Dodger colors right now? It's a San Diego soccer set, bro. <laughs> San Diego soccer set was given to me on Saturday. Now, can we talk about Fuck what man. happened Saturday night? Saturday night, I was invited to play in the uh, local celebrity game. Time out. I said, okay, we're local celebrity. The fuck, bro? Like, I went in there, <laughs> and I don't want to shit on it, bro. Do it. It's too late now. You started the story. Who was it? There was no celebrities there, bro. There was no, there was just business owners, a couple of radio DJs. I met a really cool radio DJ um, from Jammin' Z90. El Vato se llama Tony. Tony, and then uh, some young lady named Adina and D-Rock, the DJ. Cool yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Those, those guys were cool. You know, but yeah, I looked around, and I was like, I'm not going to say any fucking names. But in this event, there was one guy who legitimately thought he was a fucking celebrity. You're not going to say names? Nah, right? I ain't going to even fucking say it. He has a TV show on right now. Damn. I can't believe you're mad at Derek Dawson. Derek Dawson. Fucker. <laughs> he was there, and his claim to fame was like, he was on Wheel of Fortune. He just, he was, hey. And, and that motherfucker, grand, dog. he doesn't shut the fuck up about how he's on. Bro. For two straight rows, like it was me. I didn't relinquish control of the fucking board. I went and I, I got the little sequel, bro. Like, I don't want to fucking know about your your fucking <laughs> holding a, it man. down. So yes, this has. If, if you to got me. on Savile Hienta, you'd be excited too. Uh, yeah, dude, Don Francisco's the shit, bro. Pat Saint Jack, 
That's a weird fucking name. Isn't and Vanna White, yes, to retire the vieja. Yeah, the time is. Wait, who am I thinking of? What's what's uh, Alex Trebek? Alex Trebek, Alex Trebek. Yeah, that's, that's Jeopardy. That's huh? Jeopardy. Oh, I, yeah, there's clout there. I can't even get my white people names right. right. Jeopardy, there's clout. I Jeopardy. I feel I feel happy if I if I answer two questions right in like thirty minutes. I'm like, all right, cool, fuck, I nailed it, and that looks smart in the house. Chris, my wife, she's like, mira, look at you. I didn't know you were pretty and smart. Back to the celebrity. This hat was given to me because I was invited as a local celebrity, mm. but I'm not. I just own right. a business, you know. I run a couple of businesses, and we do the you the podcast relationship. But I went in. They gave me free tequila. I drank it. I had some uh, gummies before I went on. Uh, last uh, year, I scored the where game. Where those gummies go- come from? Those gummies are brought to you by the fine people at the Balboa Avenue mm. Dispensary. Mm. Yummy. Um, bitch, last year, I scored a goal. I, think I was there. Gave, my, gave a, a killer post fucking match interview. This is for the people of the South Bay, motherfucker. Mm. You know, acted a little too hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it couldn't be shown on local television. As Carl Kraska told me. <laughs> And I was like, cool. This year, same, same, but different. Um, real celebrities, who was there? Fuck. I can't give you any names. Ooh, Shannon McMillan. Ooh. Shannon McMillan. She bad. Growing up, that was the, the, the one woman soccer player that always stood out because she was always in the middle of shit. Her and Mia Hamm were always in the middle of shit, getting things done. Not only good players, but the leaders. So Shannon McMillan, she was there last year. She remembered me. She's like, hey, man, you're wearing your same boots from last year. After you score a goal, you got to retire them boots. I was like, that's the only pair I got, man. <laughs> I was like, I don't have any more boots. Uh, this, this is it. Unless you can donate me some boots, uh, this is going to So this year, I won. I won. I lost. I scored a goal, but they didn't allow it. From this what happened? Anyway, eh, fucking knows. I was drunk. Like, I had a, I had a cocktail in, at halftime, and I was waiting. And yeah, was Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Before we get any further... Uh, would you like to tell me where Shannon McMillan is from? Uh, yeah, I know um, the San Pasqual High School in Escondido. Oh, she's from Escondido? Yeah, yeah. She's cool, though. <laughs> she's cool. Some dude checked her. Some dude, like, body checked her. Uh, his name is Yadi. He's an Olympian. Yeah. And um, he checked her, bro. And she fell down and she looked up. That's unnecessary. And oh, I didn't mean to do it. I didn't mean to do it. And then he kind of winked, bro, which led me to think, like, this motherfucker wanted to knock her down. <laughs> Damn, dude, I wonder if, like, somebody grew up and doesn't like her, and they're like, you're in this game. Maybe they're in that little Venn diagram of local <laughs> soccer, youth soccer, and in the middle is where they met. Somebody got punked. Fun event. <laughs> I thank Craig Alston and the Compita Neira Barrea yeah, for always yeah, having me out. Craig, I know man. I'm not a celebrity, but thank you guys for making me feel like one by giving me, like, Good people. this fucking killer hat, old school retro San Diego soccer's hat. Uh, and the tequila, which you didn't tequila. bring to Tequila. Oh, I finished that shit at the locker room, bro. Damn, yeah. Um, Califino. Califino, bro. Califino. Good people. Uh, Our I neighbors up in friend. His name is BJ McPherson. Um, he was a... Uh, goalkeeper for the san diego goals once mm-hmm. upon a time last year he was on the opposing team and i was kind of bullying him and clipping him he got real butthurt we had some drinks together after the match and we squash it he came back and he's like you again and i was like yeah i hope you're on my fucking team this year <laughs> and we were, yeah we were on the same team um turns out i fucking piss people off everywhere i go bro i feel like i feel like you get a kick out of being the villain though i enjoy being the antagonist is it antagonist El vato que yeah. le levanta desmadre. Yeah, está I, I enjoy pushing buttons, bro. Yeah. Wifey knows. You like and being the villain. I, I don't love being the villain. I wear the villain role well. All right. Well, you don't have to love it. You can like it. I said like. I enjoy it. All right. I enjoy it. I enjoy. You're not walking the other way. No, no, no. I don't want to be. Like I told you, we talked about this earlier. I don't like being fake. 
Yeah. Fake is okay. fake is like traveling to fucking Guadalajara with three suitcases. <laughs> it's overboard. It's heavy. It's taxing on the body. It's gonna be an unnecessary fucking situation. I like to be real and I like to give it to you al chile. Mm-hmm. If I don't like you, I'm not gonna fuck with you. I always tell people if, if I don't fuck with you, it's because I don't fuck with you. <laughs> Meaning you I'm not gonna poke at you. I'm not gonna talk to you if I'm if we're not like yeah. on that level. And I, that I'm not on that level with everybody. It just seems that, like I'm not on that level with some people. And I'm not gonna stray the other way. Some people take it personal too. Every, there's some people that just love to be admired and yeah. Are you talking about the beer industry again? You always want to bring it back to the beer no, industry, no, bro. No, that's everywhere. Tell me I'm wrong that there's people that love the attention. People love attention. Yeah. People, there's people that run from the attention. There's people that are like, well, whatever. If it's coming my way, I'll take it. That's me. And there's people that fucking they see a little glimmer of light somewhere and they <laughs> like the bat signal, bro. <laughs> like they, they, they're trying to get at it. Um, let your life be happy, man. We're old. <coughs> we are old as fuck. I'm feeling it. Get the way you see it. Um, speaking of beer, since you wanted to bring it up, so. Vigilantly, no, you, you took it back. I said there's people like I was just, that. I was just thinking about this. I was just thinking about this. Um, it's 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 triple IPA season right now. Yeah, technically, Tri- yeah. triple triple IPA season. Because everyone does it right around the younger time. <clears throat> Once upon a time, I would wait in that line for younger. I would wait in the Pliny the younger line, but no longer. But now that we have our own beer, like uh, we have our own uh, triple IPA, I'm yeah, Tres Animales. Dude, it's a fucking good beer. Good I beer. forgot how good this beer was until I we had, had it Saturday at the <laughs> Mission Valley Craft Beer and Food Festival. Ah, you're the motherfucker that likes to go to crap to food fe- or beer festivals. I'm the one that has to work it. Yeah, is that how it works? <laughs> yeah, I'm working it. So I was going to say that. That's what I was going to kind of like allude to. As as big as my, our company is, it seems on the outside, and we're doing good things. It's 15 employees only. Yeah. So it's yeah, we we got to pull our own weight, man. That's what I love about small businesses, man. Yeah. You, you got to fucking handle it. Yeah. All hands on deck. All hands no, no, on no, deck. Nobody is bigger than the next person. It, that's it, that's the way you act, and you know, then you're not really down for the cost. Everybody's got to do their fair share, bro. Yeah, I, I feel you. Um, beer festivals are one otro pedo. I used to love them. I used to really love them. Like before we started in this game, and we and we were like kind of like laying down the the, the brickwork, the foundation of getting started as a brewery. I would be at a beer festival every pinchy weekend bro and i would tell wife is like legitimately i'm just doing it to like meet people network kind of get our name out kind of get an understanding of how this shit works what is this industry about i always fuck up this quote but i always it's the same shit that i've always like really liked and i even tell my kids it's like first you learn the game then you learn the rules then you fucking take it over so it's like that was what i've always tried to do and i just applied it to the this fucking beer industry it works pretty much the same. I mean, and there was a time where it was a necessity. You know, when when the boom hit around the time that I was getting into beer nine years ago, there was a necessity to go out to these events and try stuff that you've never had before. It made you want to go check out the tasting rooms because there was only forty of them, and it was possible to get to most of them. You know, there was people that went to all of them. I still never did that, but that was a necessity. But now you have. I feel like every city has one. The Mira Mesa Beer Fest, the Kearney Mesa. We, you know what I mean? Chula Vista don't have one. Come on, you guys have Ampton Ales. That's uh, not a beer festival. What? what? Usually there's, what, 20, 30 breweries? Like 10. And like a fucking hard cider. <laughs> right. I felt like there was more than that. That's the Chula Vista. We could use one. We, we could the use a, a legit one. one down in National City. National right? City has yeah. their own, for sure. But again, there's just so many of them that it's... And with so many breweries, it's it's... It's not a necessity anymore. You don't need a beer scene where you can go and experience it on your own. 
There's so much beer that, you know, and there's still good ones. Like, I, I give Robert a spider's credit because that one's fun. It's a good mixture of beer and really good food. They do the pairings. They do spirits, too, if you're into that. Malahat, Henneberry. But Beer Fest, man, like, they're so tiring. I can't remember the last time I actually sought out a beer fest. There's very few that I look forward to working on it every year. And, I mean, that's one of them. Brewbies is another dope one because it goes to a good cause. Yeah, yeah, for and, sure. You know, there's... Few and far in between, but man, they—they're everywhere now. If you committed to everything, you would—you could literally do probably two or three a month. There's that many. Easy, easy. And everyone's always asking for beer donations. Mm-hmm. Beer, this. Give me this. Give me that. Give me that. I'll get your name out. I'll get your name. And that's what I want to learn. Is like, is that something that everybody does, or am I trying to? Am I getting tricked into doing some shit? We've been in this game now, no. open for like fuck. Why? Some memory on my Facebook just came up when we got our first uh, uh, ABC license approval, and it was in 2015, bro. So the five-year anniversary just hit for, like, legitimately when 3 Punk Ales started producing actually. beer. Yeah, like, actually producing beer legally right. and, uh, and pushing it. I was like, fucking five years. And I still feel really new in this shit, you okay, know? So, well, we just talked about, about how that scene has kind of done a number on itself and wore itself out. Back to your original point that got us on this is seeking out Pliny the Younger, yeah. waiting in line. Seeking out a beer. Yeah. Like, the, like what beer as us that have kind of like, I feel like we're jaded when it comes to beer. I don't even like talking about beer. Like on, on personal time or just hanging sure, out with sure. friends. It's like we do it for a living. And um, obviously we appreciate the, the, the quality of, of the brand and the beer that we represent. Pero it's not something I <clears throat> I talk to people right. like, a, hey, guys, I own a brewery. Do you want to know about this? Or, hey, guys, we're, it's right. like if that shit comes up in conversation, it comes up in conversation and we push it. But you as an old school, old as fucking Mexican, mm-hmm. I'll call you a new Mexican because you still have a hard time pronouncing some words in Spanish. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, from the Pocho point of view, what do you have as a beer that you still feel like you fucking seek out? If there is even a fucking beer that you feel like you seek out. None, man. No, no. Because this is the season. I feel like this and once upon a time, the the Bourbon County, the what is it called? Bourbon County. I mean, even back in the day, the Sours, man, like Lost Abbey. I used to wait in line for Cuvée. Cable car and all that. uh, Frambois de Amorosa. Uh Dr. Goose. Dr. Goose. Todos esas madres, yeah. But the the beer people are so weird, man. The second you can get it, they don't don't want it. Yeah. Yeah. Because now you go to Lost Abbey. One of the, still one of the best breweries in San Diego, and there's bottles of Frambois, and yeah, they started producing more, but even then, that beer is still fucking amazing. But because it's more readily available, and I'm anxious to see what happens going forward. I mean, I'm sure you notice this here. You can get Pliny in way more places yeah, because bro. Windsor is open. Yeah, and they're producing bro, it more. Pliny was a 7-Eleven, no joke. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. I was like, all right, cool. You guys at 7-Eleven. Once upon a time, I remember going to a spot called Vine and Vine. Oh, called yeah. Called Joey. 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 And I fucking would pop in and just look for it on the shelves. And I'd grab one. I was like, oh, right. Got it. And it was like. Most I think of the time, it was, it was a one or two bottle limit. Yeah, I think it was like. I was going to say. I think it was like a two bottle limit. And anytime I went in there, there was like maybe like three or four. So I didn't want to be the dickhead that took them all. So I said, all right. I grab one. Boom. And. I don't have that same allure to beers, but the reason I brought this up is because our Tres Animales just came out. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that, but I keep telling people, Chula Vista is weird. The South Bay is weird. The South Bay, we're in a bubble as it relates to all things craft beer mm-hmm. in San Diego, indie beer, whatever the fuck you want to call it this month. We are not really bucking a trend, but we're not really following a trend. Everything we do is new. 
by the yeah it's like all right but whatever people want it's like we're gonna do our best to provide it you know hazy's coming soon it's gonna happen I'm gonna tell you oh, that right now. Fuck. We didn't want to do Celsius, but look at we did Celsius, and now that motherfucker sells more than probably everything but Flama, you know, yeah, and, and yeah, like our Flama Blanca. Like, is that up there, bro? Our Flama Blanca is like our modelo especial for right, people, right. you know. It's like it's beer and, and and it's what people want down here. People, that's just what keeps the lights on. It keeps fucking payroll done. That's what you know. It pays the bills. Yep. But now the seltzers like throwing its head in the game. So I'm like, all right, cool. You know, we're getting into the busier time of the year. Now we're in March. Um. Tres Animales came out. And I've noticed that people are like, there's a hype about it. As soon as we 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 put it in the social media world, people are like, oh, fuck. Tres Animales is back. And I'm not dumb for it. I know by naming it. I could have fucking named it Three Animals. And people ain't nobody going to give a fuck about it. But down here, since I named it Tres Animales, and we just like, you know. It doesn't resonate. You know, it's like, oh, shit. But that kind of brought people in. Then they try it. And the fucking quality of the beer and everything, like here's like you just had a customer like, upstairs ask you for a keg to take home. So, yeah. yeah, and I, I was like, speak on that. A white dude, yeah, an old ass <laughs> motherfucking MAGA liking white dude. Like, actually, I don't know if he's MAGA, but he fits the fucking. Everything <laughs> 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 else about it, all arrows point to yes. <laughs> motherfucker looked like he had a fucking red hat in his back pocket, but uh, he wanted to buy. Yeah, he wanted to buy a fucking a keg of it. So, yep. the hype is still there. It is, and I have to be less cynical. Cause just cause for us the hype is no longer there. Like my hype has moved on to fucking I don't know burritos with lumpias stuffed in the middle. I don't know. Well, I'm more of like I like to eat food, bro. Yeah, yeah. Dame, dame, más camarones de allá de la. Did you oyster bar? Tengo un compita here on Sundays. Uh, but I just saw that. Did you saw that video? Yeah, I was Yo. mad. I so was mad. He's been here twice now. And he's like, fuck it, bro. Every Sunday. I'm here every Sunday. Like, All right, cool. I mean, if, if it makes okay, sense for you. Know. And he's like, bro, I'm selling now. And la la la. It's like, the company's called Froviche. And uh, he's here from the hood. He's from the South Bay. And he has this fucking little dish called a mojito. And it's. The one that you put on yeah, your Yeah, bro. It's in down. a container. You put it on your plate. You lift the fucking container up, all the juices. Both, and You and Pinchy Lucas <sighs> both had it, and I was mad, dog. I took that shit home. I gave it to wifey. She's like, what the fuck? This is good. I was like, I know. So that's what I get hype about. <laughs> <laughs> I get hype about food. No, no, yeah, right, yeah. Beer, beer is like, you know what? I love beer in the sense that it's like, we make it, we provide it. I love that people want it. You know, because I love that we're providing a service, like as long as well as the people from down the block, Los Compitas at Chula Vista Brewing. It's like we came in here with the same idea. It's like I feel like we people should feel like we're in competition with other people in this industry, which I'm pretty sure is the case in other parts. But like for us, it's like in the Chula Vista, we're either we're naive, we're young, or we don't give a fuck. You know, because I know well, if one guys, makes it, everyone makes it. You guys, yeah, you, you guys know what I mean. That component alone is the rising tide floats all ships, and especially for a neighborhood. In a community like this, it's important that you guys have that camaraderie. You know, that's because you're not just talking about a business succeeding; you're talking about a whole a neighborhood, bro. A whole neighborhood, yeah. Succeeding. That's it's a lot of pressure. A way different game. Man. It's a lot of pressure, and it's been cool to see you know from you guys to next door and Chula Vista and Third Avenue Ale House. Third Avenue Ale House, I love that, and then. But, and it all started with Los Con Machete. Well, was it Machete first or Third Avenue? I always, I, I legitimately always forget. I think they're right around the same yeah. time. I, so, say, I thought it was Machete. I'll but, say Machete. But still, with Mike and Kendall, what they do over there is, dude, again, it you're that far removed from them as far as what you do as a business. You're a brewery. You carry your beers. They carry a variety. But you know that you need them to succeed for for it to go both ways. Pues así es el pedo, doggy. I just wanted to shine a little spotlight on 
fucking beer. Every time you come in, I guess it's just gonna be like a beer, no, a beer episode. Happened. Look, you thought I was talking about somebody with beer, and then you took it back, and I followed along. Now, once did I bring it? Tres animales now available at your local taser. Uh, That's what I'm doing today. I'm fucking delivering like four fucking kegs of tres animales. You know, yeah, like and and, and guess where it's going? All in the South Bay. On the South Bay. All in South Bay. I'm taking it to like Hoppy Days. I'm taking it to South Bay Tap House. I'll probably take one to Sanctum. And always my chat, they gets one, bro. So it's like, yeah. I'm happy with that. You know, I know that opening a brewery, you're not going to get rich. People have a very fucking weird, like, uh, what is it called? Perception of what having a brewery is. It's like, this is a long game. This, is, this isn't like a, a short run. Like, I'm opening a brewery in two years. I'm going to retire. I'm going to fucking be a millionaire. Um, opening a brewery is a, it's an investment, bro. It's a long game, bro long game it's it's like honestly you're taking your seven-year-old son you're putting him in a baseball academy football or a soccer academy and you're watching that motherfucker develop you're watching them develop he's like a cd and one time that little motherfucker is going to mature and you can cash in on it you know <laughs> <laughs> but right now and it was this, worth the yeah. an investment right now this, this this brewery is learning set pieces he's learning how to fucking work in a corner kick this brewery right now yeah, is yeah. you know it's, work yeah in. it's like all right cool and i like it and i like i like yeah. and, I, and i told my like my partner's like bro it's like you motherfuckers are quitting your job and doing this like, i want to like pump the brakes a little bit because you know it's this isn't going to feed everybody right now it's like right now we're going to hire staff and we got to make sure that we pay them you know and, and make sure we have money for fucking raw material and everything to run the business so i stayed with my job bro i stayed with my job fuck i opened another business just to kind of offset so basically i feel like don't open a brewery thing you're gonna make fucking money open a brewery no you're gonna make beer <laughs> a lot of people i think again we talked about this last time not to touch on that again but a lot of people that's where it really got crazy because whether people want to admit it or not the second ballast point sold for that much. One motherfucker got every dollars that got those dollar signs in their eyes and said, "Well, I want to do that." And yeah, it's like, yeah. Listen, that was a one and done, mm-hmm. especially now that they sold for fifty million. <laughs> and then who's the other one? Saint Archer show. They they sold for a legit fifty five, fifty five million. So you know what? The back of my head, I'm like, you know what? We just keep grinding. We just keep building this brand, and then you know. But here's our game plan. My game plan has been the same since day one. It's like I saw. My community was in a position where we didn't have what other communities had. Yep. You know, you go to North Park, you got everything. You're saturated. You go to North County, you, you got your pockets where you're fucking saturated. East County, what? Gas lamp, they provide a whole different environment of like nightlife where beer and, and alcohol and motherfucking food. We had none of that here. You know, I tip my cap to the founding fathers of like uh, restaurants and, and food and beverage rather down here in Chula Vista, like. La Bella, La Bella and like man. Felipe's and shit like that and Lolita's to an extent now that they have liquor and or I'm sorry they have beer on premise but it's like I felt like fuck why do I have to go to North Park every time I want to have a beer why the fuck do I have to go to North County if to like have that yeah to go to some breweries yeah. and see what's all about it's like that's bullshit so I think all of us kind of like had a switch go off inside of our heads where we're like all right you know what you open this you open that we'll open this we'll open that right and I feel like we're still young we're still fucking learning. I feel like the training wheels legitimately have just been removed. Yeah. And, you know, like just being removed. So the, the the components of the businesses down here, they're ever evolving. You know, mm-hmm. I don't feel like our, our recipe is completely done. I feel like we're still like there's interchangeable parts figuring shit out. 
but fuck, I'm stoked to be a part of it down here, bro. It's, you it's know? beautiful to you see, know? man. Again, I get excited, like, you know, between what you guys have done and, you know, Kendall and Mike and Barcy Nombre and, you know, and Tom at the Balboa. The Balboa. You know, Machete's coming and Mario from Caliano, the mm-hmm. the pizza and beer. It's, it's, you're giving everybody that experience, man. And that's a cool feeling, especially for a community that's as tightly lit as this is. You can just walk down the street and do everything. Yeah. Everything, yeah. Man. We need more food. We need more yeah. food, bro. Yeah, people yeah. complain like all oh, And for all those guys that listen to us that are like from LA and the Bay Area, fuck, I challenge you. Next time you guys are in the South Bay, you're in San rather South Bay. The next time you're in San Diego, mm-hmm. after you watch the Padres beat the Giants or the fucking Dodgers <laughs> or whoever it is you're coming down here to see. Oh, so we're not going to be realistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cruz down, you're coming to Chula Vista, you know, go to Barrio Logan, go to National City, mm-hmm. go to fucking Paradise Hills. These are all little pockets in the South Bay. That um, I still gotta go try your homeboy's coffee shop out there. Yeah, I'm, I'm going later today actually. Um, go visit these spots that are in the hood. That double edged sword. I like that we're still hidden gems in these pockets. <laughs> right, right. You know, I like that it's still like um, locals only mentality. Yeah. Like, like you go into one of these establishments, you go into the Manhattan, like you know who's there. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter if you go alone at whatever time of the day, you're gonna see somebody like I know that motherfucker, I know that person. You know, you go to the Elwood, it's the same thing. This is a very locally driven community, but it's not like we're assholes to people that aren't from here. No, you know, because you guys are smart. You want to win. I'm gonna tell you, there's more to San Diego than the fucking gas lamp, bro. Yeah, there's more to yeah. San Diego than just going to North Park. And the gas you lamp know? is not what it used to the be. The gas lamp is weird. Weird. I sell beer down there, and I and it's just. I look at that from like 10 years ago when I was young enough to actually hang out and party and eat there. And my goodness, I'm not looking at the same animal. I'm going to give you an unpopular fucking point of view. Keep it Nelson brought to you by Virgin Beer Company. Virgin. Um, Gas Lamp is dying. I feel like when it's off season for the Padres, when we're my nada way. Nope. My nada in fucking downtown. There's not a big concert event. Or Padre season, yeah. that area has changed hands so many times. I've been approached like to open something down there and to expand our brand down there. And the first thing I always tell people is like, my fucking, our brand doesn't work outside of the South Bay as much as it works here in the South Bay. You, you know, be, you got to be smart about where you're going to plan your flag next. I mean, I, it, that's a thing, right? I feel like a lot of, uh, since we're all fucking neck deep in, in beer culture talk now. Well, they, you know, this is not, the, here's the funny thing is we've been talking about beer. But I feel that like we've been talking more about business. Like that, in, fucking inside baseball brought to you by Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, hey, Virgin's very popular, but it took them three years to choose another tasting room because it had to be the exact right fit. You can't smart, dude. Matt's like smart. If you, if I could show you, if you, if I had the time for you to waste to show you the amount of places that have begged us to open another Virgin tasting room. He's like, but why would I want to be where everybody else is? And why do I want to do the same things? And, you know, and even going to Little Italy, people have been like, oh, well, when you walk into Little Italy, you have Ballas and McKellar and the bowl. And I'm like, yeah, it's on the other side of Little Italy. But we're a whole world removed down by Stone Kettner. And by there, there's nothing. Nothing. You you have, and that's a calculated risk that we're taking. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go into the other side of Gas Line, where you're talking about in the East Village and Duckfoot. Little Miss Amplified Melvin just closed, them, yeah, unfortunately. Bro. But yeah, yeah, there's there's just a lot happening, and then the it's man, you have to be careful about where you open, and people just think that you know, 
This is chess. Yeah. It's not checkers anymore. No. You know, it's it, it's not 2005. You know, it's not, it's not 2005 to 2010. It's uh, you got to be calculated. Unless you got them deep ass pockets, you know, <laughs> and, and you can just make shit rain from here until fucking twenty twenty five. You got to really be calculated. Be smart. And, and we're 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 not even a here three punk ales. We're not a mid sized brewery, bro. Mm-hmm. We're we're small. we're we're not a nano brewery, right? But we're not a mid sized brewery. We're a small brewery. You know, we are. My goal here was always to open it in the hood. Be like my storefront always be here. And if there's an opportunity to kind of like strategically open in another spot that makes sense, I'll fucking do it. Right. You know, it's got to make sense. I've been pre- presented with some like options that just don't make sense. Right. And why don't you guys grow? And everybody else, that's not for us, bro. That's not for us. One, I see it as like a recipe to to, to fail. Well, I mean, there's breweries that have tried to expand too quickly. Too soon, yeah. too quick, not ready. It you happens know? a lot. I mean, I am still super bummed out and super weirded out that in the next two weeks, we're going to lose Toronado. Oh. I still can't wrap my mind around that. You, you were a fan? Big I, I was. Yeah. I was. Like, as much as people talk shit on it, I... What kind uh, of shit do people talk on it just before? That the service, that the, their waiters are rude or their servers are rude, that the beers were too expensive and that they only supported certain breweries and they okay. wanted to get all the hype stuff. Okay. And it's like, guess what? I don't, I, but I, again, to my point, what I was going to get at is I think what hurt them a lot was that expansion because that was two years ago when they were the bar in town and they made that expansion next door. Now, that almost doubled your rent. Yeah, and that shit was always empty, bro. That shit was always empty unless it was like a tapping of Plenty the Younger, tapping of some fucking it was beer. Right, right around the time the industry was changing, man. And now, that's not the only game in town. And I get why Ian's frustrated when Second Chance opens a tasting room across the street and there's other stuff going in. Not, not to single them out, but it's just that the industry, you know what? Not even a block remove is rip current. You know, it's just the industry got... There's too much saturation, and it's not just hurting other breweries. It's hurting restaurants like that who don't have the same ability to charge the way we do and do taster flights. And it's ooh. Yeah. yeah, it's still weird. It's a crazy game, man. And it's getting, it's getting, it's getting a, it's, it's getting a little contentious. Is that a word? Where people fight? <laughs> it's getting a little contentious. Where like people are like planting their flag on like who they want to. Uh, support and who they don't want to support it's like shit bro but same thing with that you said like the, the restaurants you know the gas lamp you feel like every time i walk down that street there's something changing ownership groups there's something changing yeah. concepts yeah and you know i mean there's some buildings where uh in the eight years i've worked here they've been eight different things <laughs> aside from that What's going on with you? <laughs> Nothing, man. Got my, 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 my first damn, dude. I'm excited. On Friday, I got my first daddy-daughter dance at school. Oh, man. This is the first one. The first one, yeah. She's in kindergarten, so this is her first official year at Ten school. Ten years ago where you were just like balagantying around with white women all over from the border all the way to La Jolla and shit, bro. You got this wrong. <laughs> I'm equal opportunity, all right? I'm equal opportunity. Yeah, listening. Bro. I could never have a daughter, bro. I love. They it, would man. just own me. They oh, would, she, she does. She, she would have me wrapped that. around her little finger. I already she feel knows. like a sucker with my three boys. <laughs> you know, I feel like a sucker with my three boys. But you, as a fucking Mexican man, you're not one of the typical Mexican dudes. You're like, you're not very machista. You know, you know, you're you're yeah. very you're very laid back. You're a but new I grew Mexican. up with a lot of machista, yeah. and I was like, oh, that's not that's not me. And There's an opportunity to to step back and see 
what you like and what you don't like, what oh, you yeah. want to take and what you want to avoid. Oh man! You know? And I've always wanted to be a dad. Good. Always wanted to be Good. a dad. And why not a father? Calmate, wait. Is it wait? Why not a father? Puto? Fuck, you sound you sound like people in politics. <laughs> don't be a dad, bro. Strive to be a father. Right? Strive to be a man. It's oh, not called father. It's not called Dad's Day. It's called Father's Day. Oh, <laughs> Two Valentine's Day. Um, and and you know, I I love my stepdad because of the sacrifices he's made to raise myself and my two sisters. But that's not my real dad. I've never known my real dad. And like again, like I've always thought. Those ever ever experiences? No. Ever ever ever, he, ever ever. he ditched out when I was a month old. Yeah. Yeah. It's all your never, fault, bro. Never made it. It's all your fucking fault. <laughs> we talked about it. He's he's getting cigarettes. He'll be back. Yeah. Those lines. Those lines. Be he's looking for lucky strikes, bro. Yeah, bro. But you can't find those anywhere. Yeah, not, not the same way. Oh, damn. Yeah. Real shit. Did you grow up thinking that was your fault? Uh, no, I didn't grow up thinking that because my family hid it from me, and that yeah. that was woo. Damn. When I found that out, then I was like, cool, this "It was my out. fault." <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. God damn it! So, man, that, but does that, I would assume that fucking lights a fire inside of you to be the complete opposite Absolutely. of that and be like, you know what? Fuck that! I'm gonna Absolutely. be the best fucking father and i can to this little human that i absolutely. created and luckily you know again my, my mom does such a wonderful job my stepdad you know just hey, like, you know machismo stuff yeah, yeah, yeah stuff that we we he doesn't like sports so you know we never we never had a great relationship but i respected the shit and still do you know what i mean and we have a we have a mutual like understanding of like you know he's i get where he's coming from you know what i mean but i always knew that because I that's a hard job that. bro oh absolutely that's a under that's, i stepped into that i feel like if you are in a stepmother stepfather mm-hmm. role it's a fucking underappreciated gig that's hey when and i met my a, ex-wife her daughter was four years old and yeah. that's you're in a no-win situation that, yeah it made me nervous man you're trying too hard because you're trying to be there or you're not trying enough or you don't pay enough Fuck that! And then, you know, her dad's still in her life, so you know. Then you—that's a whole different animal. You know, it's one thing like, oh, well, I don't. You know, I don't talk to her dad. He's not. He doesn't care. Like her dad was in her life, and then that's a whole different approach to. Okay, well, I'm going to be a part of your life with whether you like it or not. So how do we make the best of this, and how do I apply myself to provide good resources to your life and good balance without being overwhelming and stepping on your dad's shoes. Oh, it's, it's, uh, it's again. So that's why I love and respect my stepfather, despite like the lack of like the close bondness that a lot of father son relationships have. But again, that also I think is now making me a better father. Do you feel like you um, fill the void now with other friends? Like you, do you value your, your relationship with your friends more? Um, well, we have a closer cause I mean, how many fucking mexican fathers or even if you're close to them have that vulnerability to them and that relationship where you can talk to them about everything oh, God, oh, you know what i mean like that's that's a whole different relationship too even traditional mexican fa- mexican fathers not all of them but you know they're known for that uh, not their ability to open up and be compassionate oh yeah my dad will never fucking open up and right. in the cafe, bro he's not gonna open up but I, no. I catch him in his vulnerable moments I, I know how to push his fucking buttons and get him to fucking open up what if i have to i don't yeah. want to I, you yeah. know um side note my dad was in a biker gang i just wanted to say that <laughs> i love it <laughs> I, I was telling glasses i saw i found a picture uh, of him, he's like, hey, mijo, ya, no pongas esa madre afuera. Este pinche grupo ya se retiró. Okay, ya no existe ese pinche club. And I was like, all right, dog, all right, dog. But uh, yeah, my dad, like, 
fucking payaso. Like, like my mom would always tell me, it's like, yeah, your dad was a clown, just like you are. You know, like he's yeah. fucking just like you. You're like him. He was like his dad, and so on and so forth. I look at my kids. I'm like, fuck, all three of them are like that. All <laughs> three of them, Natasha's bro. Just like me too, man. <sighs> And it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. I never wanted to be a dad. Never, really. It surprises me. I never wanted to be a dad. I was like, I never wanted to be married. I never wanted to be married. That part I should. And then, yeah, then found wifey and I crossed paths multiple times in the timeline of our life until like we're like, this is fucking weird to the point it's like might as well, you know? (laughs) (laughs) It's like shit. We keep crossing paths like. There's some sort of like something's happening. There's some here. sort of destiny behind this shit, you know. I mean, while I was with like a white girl at the time, and she, oh, yeah, yeah, and, she, and she, now the and she tables wrote, have turned. <laughs> Senor Garcia, now that we have you on the spot, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> your gaggle of, of white women early in your life, yeah, early, early. Um, but yeah, bro. I mean, like my dad, you know. Since you yeah. didn't have a fucking Mexican so. father, let me tell you about Mexican fathers. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, dude, I'm excited. It was, yeah, it was like, you know, my dad would drop little nuggets of wisdom from time to time. Right, he's right, right. A, he's a fucking grouch. He's very fucking opinionated. He's very stern. But it's like. They I mean I, well. But I can't ask for a, a, another fucking father figure or yep. role model. You know, yep. like that motherfucker, for better or for worse, created this product that you see in front of you right, right. now. You know, like I'm not opinionated because I apologize for all my mistakes. Yeah, I make a lot of mistakes, and even wifey will be the first to tell you, "He's like, oh yeah, yeah, he fucking he fucks up, he apologizes, and he means yeah. it." So it's like, I just took the best from what I got from there. Yeah, you know, it was a long way to be able to be aware, self awareness. I got lucky, bro. I, I got a set of parents that, like, you know, are very responsible and very hardworking, mm-hmm. and passed down those traits to I want to say us. That's you know? a big then, deal, dog, and that's hard. It's a big deal, man. I remember my, my mom's as a kid. We She used to work at the, hey, wait, what's the, uh, God, I can't believe I forgot this. Remember a little. Uh, Mecha. That's always the, the answer. The little bakery up here and uh, used to make the little carrot cakes that were wrapped in the plastic. You used to see them everywhere. You remember what I'm talking about? The bakery in South Bay here? No, no. There was one up, it was up north. But oh, they were so popular that they were all over San Diego, dog. Like, you would see them at the Seven Eleven on the counter. Miss me with that carrot cake shit, bro. Can't stand cream no, cheese. That's, that's what it used to be, though. That, yeah. Anyways, my mom worked in that factory, but she she pulled overnight shift. Dog, you? So. For you, for your big headed ass, for boy. all of us, dog. Yeah. And it was it was a trip, man, because there would be times where, you know, my dad where we lived didn't want to leave us alone. So on the weekend, sometimes, yeah. Midnight, you know, in the middle of her shift, we'd all drive over there and take her food or take her something, you know what I mean? And that's it was a trip to me. I'm like, damn, I'm like, you had to wake us up to come and do this. And this woman is out here slaying, slaying. And my pops would be gone at five o'clock every morning. So, you know, you again, you're instilled these hardworking values. And that's what we. That's why we grind hard, right? Yeah, man. That, we that's, watch them do that's, it. That's got to be why we grind hard. We watch somebody else. We watch somebody else do it even harder. Because as much as I grind, I still look at them. I'm like, I'm not doing backbreaking work. Most, you know, I'm not to that level. I'm not doing that backbreaking nah, work. You know but what? I have. I you, have, and it built an appreciation. You and I have the gift of gab. That's true. You know, we can just shoot the shit about whatever. That's true. Obviously. <laughs> we can just shoot the, the shit. At the time yeah. on this episode, you know, we'll show you. We can just shoot the shit about whatever. We're both. And I, and I tell people this, like, excuse me. I think you got me drunk. Um, oh. We're Eddie Haskells. A lot of people, that, that reference will be uh, lost on a lot of people. But once upon a time, there was a TV show called Leave it to Beavers. And Leave it to Beavers, not just the Beavers. Beaver. 
And um, there was a character in that episode called Eddie Haskell. And that motherfucker was just like the kind of guy that could float into different little tribes and just be one with them. You yeah. know, like you, we, we can talk shit with people who talk shit. We can talk sports with people who talk sports. We can just, we mingle. We, we're in, we're out. Mm-hmm. And with adults, with parents, we are one with them. Like they, we could be the utmost respectful person. <laughs> we could be a fucking degenerate. Thinking you know, can go south real, real quick. But it's like I feel like that's that's a good treat to have. And I tell wife, he's like, I want the kiddos to have that shit. I want yeah, them yeah. to be able to like and just you know get along with everybody, talk shit with everybody, be respectable with everybody, yep. and just be a good dude. You know, I, like I my, see it already in my kid, man. Like we're our sure, job is sure, to make sure. good little people. Yeah, I, dude, I'm doing my and best, and so far I think I'm doing all right with it. And so yeah. We have our first little daddy daughter dance El on Friday. Daddy. She's so excited, man. You're She's fucking so excited. excited, bro. Hell yeah, I yeah. will. As girl. you should be excited. I get to show man. off my baby girl. What you wearing? We, we, she we, she is going to figure that out. What you're gonna wear? Yeah, wear I a bolo tie, Phila Rivers. I told now nah, there's a theme to it, man. It's like the it's like a 60s, 70s theme, like bop dance or whatever. 60s, 70s. Yeah, Nelson Net. <laughs> <laughs> I think I still have some aqua, just <laughs> aquanet ready. Shit, this doesn't really apply to you because women, you're going to raise a woman, obviously, is are different than standards for raising boys. How old would you want your child to be before you're like, hey, get the fuck out of our house, bro? Because Mexicans have a weird fucking outlook on that. I got yeah. cousins who are in their mid-30s. Still it with the fucking parents. But sometimes necessities call for it. Sometimes it's just a comfort sometimes level. Sometimes it's a comfort level. Bro. Yeah. It's yeah, a I comfort have friends level. older that have done it. You know, I had to go back to my folks after my divorce. Uh-huh. But but that was a, we call that the boomerang. <laughs> we, we, we call that the boomerang. Because our parents will try to throw us the fuck out. We just come right back around. <laughs> right back where you I started. Have, you have nowhere to go and you're paying alimony. And then, you're like, uh, 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 <laughs> Hey, man, what time is dinners? Because you you feel like you're, man. That's uh, I, I'm not even ready to think about my kid being a teenager, let alone. All but that. were you ready to think about you going to your daddy daughter dance? Shit, time is it's flying, now. bro. It's now. Time is fucking it's, flying. I try to stay in the moment, man. Yeah. Because I the, don't. I'm you stupid. you worry about the past and you can't do a goddamn thing about it. Never about the past. You get anxiety about the future, but the future is dictated by what you do now. Stay Always about the future. In the moment, man. man. One of my favorite books. Wherever you go, there you are. I wait, 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 wait. Come on. Wherever oh. you go, there you are. Pinchy Oprah dropping that, that book club oh, reference. Man, Wherever uh, you go, there you John are. John Kabat Zinn. And he also wrote another really good book called Full Catastrophe Living. Guess this one. It just it talks about how you internalize and really you narrow down what your problems are. Of those two, what do you recommend? Because I have one credit right now on my Audible and I'm like been searching to get a book. Okay, what, me, do you, what would you rather do? And let me preface it. And let me preface okay, it yeah, by yeah. the books that I fucking read. Okay. Or is it read or listened to? Well, I read, but you yeah. listen. I do both. You do both? Yeah, wifey just got me, a, for Christmas, she got me the Howard Stern book, the new book. And I was like excited to read it. It turns out it was well, just a bunch of interviews. With the one that we read both recently, I, I read it and then I saw you post about it. The subtle art of not giving a fuck. Yeah, it's a good book. Good book. Good book. I have a lot of time in the morning where yeah. um, I'm just... Doing a mindless fucking job. I'm I'm a fucking zombie. So I, I listen to books. And I'm like, all right, cool, cool, cool. It's my way to unwind. Yeah. My brain is packed, you know, and then I always pick up a computer, depending on if I have Natasha or not, you know, it's one time to finalize my next day and anything I might have forgotten to write down. And 
any emails I might have missed that I didn't respond to. And then, you know, I'll usually watch something because there's stuff to watch on Netflix and HBO or whatever. But then in order to wind down, it's to read my book and that'll fucking send me to the zone where then I put on my relaxation musica. Bro, I need that stuff. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Sleeping. The older I've gotten, I feel like my breath, my brain, my breast, my breast, (laughs) Uh, my brain just like fucking. It doesn't want to chill the fuck out, bro. No, no. It does not. You're a business owner. You're a multiple business owner, dude. So my mom will will send me um, emails like, like once MPG. Esta madre aquí la computadora. My mom will send me emails. Everyone accuses me of being mama's boy, and I'm like, cool. I'm fucking weird. I don't mind. I'm a mama's boy. But um, she sent me like emails like uh, business owners, why they don't sleep. Business owners, <laughs> 10 things that'll keep you up at night. Business owners, how to succeed when you're not succeeding. Business owners. To, and I'm like, fuck. And I read them all. And I read them all. And I'm like, the John Maxwell chain of the. Yeah, of fucking Zig Ziglar quotes. And I'm like, and I'm just like, all right, all right, all right. Um, I appreciate her. She's my right hand man. She's the leading, the guiding light to get this business done. As it relates to this business, like mom's helps me with everything. Yeah. Dad is like the the grunt, the, the, grunt. the labor work. Yeah. If we need something done, whatever, you know, like I do all the dirty work. I'm the fucking bad guy, and I'm cool. Whatever, you know, it's my business. Yeah. I gotta handle it. Um, that would different. That would I would run smooth. You know, it's a cash bar. We bought that shit. We bought that shit. We ain't gotta Turn worry about key. nothing. It's like boom, 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 Matt. Um, my one of my good friends from the Manhattan, Mr. Cislak. Mr. Cislak, like you know, we just we both have it. We have a shared vision. We both know what we're doing. He knows what he's doing on how to run a bar. I know what I'm doing and how to market it, how to promote it, how to fucking make it happen. Yep. We're t- fucking match made in heaven, bro. And in all honesty, as it relates to business, we're a match made in heaven. Yep. You know, like and that's and, tough, and it's tough. Yeah, I, fucking obviously it's tough, but it works. But my mom is always there to help me out, and she sends me this. And that kind of spurred me out to like last year. I was like, "Fuck, I gotta read more, bro." I don't, I don't read at all. Dude, I was, I ever since I was a kid, man, I was such a fucking. I'll tell you how much of a fucking nerd I was. You know, my mom would punish me. We're not taking you to the library. Bean. Oh man, I can't. I was gonna call Vinci fucking weenie, but that's my son. Wifey tells him I'm not gonna. My oldest is sunny. We're not, not gonna get your book. You can't read your books, bro. You get mom, so hurt. <laughs> my, my mom would get. Dude, we used to go to the library so much and. You know, I would try to push to the max on like how many books you have checked out. Like, oh, one come more, on, man, please, one just more. one more, one more. I swear, yeah. Playboy for the articles. We, <laughs> <laughs> we had those like book reading drives like at school. Uh-huh. Motherfuckers gonna gang with me. I'd smoke. Damn. Everybody would have came to that. And now you and smoke fucking Northern Lights. <laughs> Northern <laughs> uh, by the fine folks at Balboa Avenue Dispensary. Thank you. Um, so the look at here's a list of the fucking last five books that I read. Orale. All right, Dime. El Narco by Luan Grillo. The fucking history of the Mexican cartel, how it spun its origins from the Colombian cartel into cocaine, huh. and good, dude, oh, great, yeah, all right. Honestly, I'm one of the up. best books I've ever read. That's on my uh, list, then. One that I've always wanted to read and never came around to it. And I said, you know, fuck it, I'm gonna do this one. Audible, Anthony Bourdain's Kitchen Confidential. Good, great. Especially being in this industry, not in the food industry, obviously, but in the fucking service industry where you got to make shit work. You got to make something out of nothing. And you always, you always got to, you're, you're working for somebody else. You're pleasing somebody else. Awesome book, bro. Awesome it's, it's book. It's a good book. Always watch this show sporadically, rather. And um, now I feel like I told wife, he's like, I'm going to watch all of his fucking episodes <laughs> now. I want to watch all his shows. And that guy was a fucking legend, bro. Just just listening to him. Because in the Audible book, he's the narrator. And uh, for me, it's like, I, I like. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's I like, I want to hear it from your fucking point of view. Yeah. He read it the way he wrote it. 
You and, and as good as he was at what he did, his voice too is so oh, recognizable, see, distinct, and it just it captures He was you. a fucking douchebag, like a pretentious genius. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah. I, I'm sad that I didn't get into him before before he passed. El, you know, el homie Tony T here. He got to he got to kick it with him. El compita del el corazón, compita, el yeah. corazón de torta, yeah, dog. Yeah. His name is Tony. We call him El Tony Sportanks. That episode in Tijuana, man. That and was then the fucking my my inner uh, conspiracy theorist, uh, great author, Sama Annie Jacobson. She writes a bunch of like a uh, World War II conspiracy theories book. This one's called Surprise Kill Vanish the the inception of like Tupac the CIA. Oh, okay. Or like a fucking secret service, or what they like to read. You know how there's what is it the third? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't want to speak out of term. This motherfucker talks about like shit that happens in the U.S. that's not really publicized, but there's what a I branch of government there that uh, needs to get shit done. Yeah. yeah, shit that needs to get done. These are the group of people that get it done. You know, because it's not all puppy dogs and ice cream. What they the call the, the the black helicopter? Todo el pedo. I'm ready to read more books, bro. Well, see, I'm learning. See, but my my theory doesn't apply to what books you've read. It's what do you want more out of your life right now? To find balance amongst Leadership. chaos? Then wherever you go, there you are. Wherever I go, there I am. Which is wherever you go, there you are. Yeah. <laughs> it's just good, man. It just teaches you about staying in the moment, man. Because it says like our biggest detriment as humans is that we're not able to stay focused. Because, you know, uh, the reality is... guilty. We both could be here right now, and you're thinking about shit. I gotta go upstairs. I gotta change out this keg. Stop, then I gotta make stop. sure that I yeah. That's exactly what I'm thinking right now. Okay, I gotta go deliver these kegs right now. Yep, I gotta I, make I, these fucking calls. I gotta send these invoices. I'm I gotta respond about, to this email. Okay, well, I got my orders in for Monday for the most part, but then I got a delivery coming up on Friday. Some of those we're gonna lose a driver for next week. So should I push some of those orders up? Oh crap! All right, tomorrow I gotta get Natasha. Early but in the morning. are you like that with your daughter? What do you mean? Like, what are you, when you're with your daughter and it's just you, are you in the moment or are you thinking about other stuff? No, no. I, I used to be really bad about thinking of other stuff. But again, I think I explained it last time. That's why I have two phones because the work the, phone goes away. I got two phones, one for the plug and one for the hose. Uh, uh, um, uh, I'm bad. And remix. I'm fucking bad. Even when you're with the kids? Yeah. And I and it's something I consciously know that I'm fucking horrible yeah. at. And, well, Natasha and, will call me out on the phone bullshit. So what is hey. my oldest? Hey, you're on the phone, daddy. Out of her. You're on the Add phone, daddy. Her. And I'm like, okay. And then I give her shit too because we'll be hanging out and she'll pull up her iPad. I'm like, hey, you're on your iPad. She's like, daddy, I was look, I was texting mommy. Ah, she got you, boy. She she'll got you. Some, she'll make some excuse of it. She's my funny. son, my oldest is Sonny. He's like, dad, it doesn't even matter. You're on the phone anyway. You're not even like paying attention. I was like, oh, and that hurts. Yeah, that hurt? And that hurts <laughs> me. And wifey, it's like he fucking laid the shit sandwich, bro. And then I look over at wifey after he says that, and she's just kind of like looking at me like, ¿Qué pedo vergas, eh? What happened? <laughs> and huh? I told you, bitch. She, and she, I'm like, she brought the knife and cut the shit yeah, sandwich like in half. He, he, he jabbed it in, and she's just like fucking turning ah, around. Ah, sus. No, like, yeah, so honestly, that, that's something I legitimately got to work on. And I told wifey, it's like it's not for a lack of want. There's just too many moving parts in my life. But read, I, that, read that book. Yeah. That, no, okay, for sure now, that book that's will help you out. It, it it was the biggest turnaround for me in like my personal life, 
But business wise too, man. Because like, you swimming in white women, so what did it, did it deter you from that? One? <laughs> Listen, it just I had to focus on the white woman now, not the one I was going to have later, or the one I had in the past. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was quick. Uh, yeah, according to my attorney, I was just kidding. Silent champagne. It's, 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 it's staying in the moment is a big. Thing. I gotta work on trouble. that, but I'm gonna work on that. That book will help a yeah. lot. It just it sustains that level of thinking. And, we're yeah. good fathers. We are. You know, great we're fathers. we're good fathers. I want to yep. be a great father. I want to be. Well, see, I think I'm a great father because Natasha is happy. She's taken care of, and we don't give ourselves enough credit. But I also know that as great of a father as I am, you can always be better as a parent. In all aspects of life, but it has to definitely be in that in that component, that aspect of life. You got to be the best. You chose to bring another human being. Three motherfucker. You, oh man, shit. I can't afford that. Pull out game sucks. Yeah, it's weird. To this day. Me. To this day. You feel no shit. And now the brewery has they, just fallen apart. Yeah, I think they're moving kegs up there. Compita Cesar. I'm going to keep having you in. Why? Because I feel like we touch in on the inner beauty of being Mexican daddies. And just <laughs> Mexican dudes. So dadcore, man. We're like fucking struggling to get to the fucking point we want to be, but we're on a path that's leading us to it. We know we don't stop. I can't do it on my own. I need to um, fucking pick the brain of other fucking little beaners that our dads are in the same <laughs> position as me, you know? It's like, I, I can't pick the brain of a of, of, of somebody like like a white dad because they do shit way differently than us. Yeah, yeah, they do they, shit well, they grew way up different. differently than us. They you know? grew up different. So you know? you and different. I grew up differently. Yeah, yeah. But at the fucking foundation, at the root yeah. of everything, I feel like that's where it starts. You know, there's a, there's a there's a level projectivity to all of it, man. Like, we have like, a similar starting line, and I just I, I like to surround myself with people that I can learn from. That's the Um, Caesar, you got me drunk. I appreciate it. I did not intend. Here's to do the that. level of me being drunk. You get me two beers. Once so upon that, a time, two beers would be a fucking primer for the pump. Like I'd be like, Arre, now what? We're gonna do some yay party. Now it's like I have two beers. I want to go take a nap, bro. Oh, uh, isn't that great? No. <laughs> it's fucking early. See, they got a lot of shit. That's for me. Like, at the, well, I mean, it's early. But yeah, yeah, for me at nighttime, it's that's my still my go-to is having a beer or a glass of wine. And I'm like, I'm not ready to party anymore. God, I'm not a glass of wine. This didn't make me go to sleep. I'm at the Pichimarta store. If you wait, I have a banana bread in the oven. <laughs> so, out of all the people that drink wine. Martha Stewart that you came up with. Out of all the people that drink wine. That's all the white women I know, bro. That's all the all the refined white women are just Martha Stewart to me. They all the motherfuckers in the same boat. <laughs> all white women grow up to be Martha Stewart. <laughs> if they make it. Damn. Caesar. Peace and love. Muchas gracias. I'll stay. This episode was brought to you by the Me So Healthy Products. Mm. That company is amazing. Look for their organic CBD products anywhere you find. CBD organic products. One place I know you can get it. Balboa Avenue Dispensary. Your one-stop shop for all things recreational and medicinal. When you're in pain or want to make it right. And where is that? Let's look for that right where strain. Where is that place? On Balboa Avenue. Sass. Caesar. I'll see you next month for sure. Te queremos. We'll bring in Josh or maybe we get dangerous when we bring in Karen. 